Are you willing to unlearn everything that you've learned? Forget what you've been taught and open your heart and your mind to new thoughts and new ideas. Unlearn with Mitzi Bickers is for you. We got to talk about it. Hey, this is Mitzi Bickers. I want to thank you all for joining us. Uh, Listen, we had so much fun last week uh, with our listeners who uh, were giving us so many questions. And I hope that uh, you will uh, tune in and join in, follow us at Mitzi Bickers Unlearn on Facebook. And let's just have a good time together and just start talking again about where we are. Now, if you have been listening to Unlearn, you know that we're talking about Beyond 66. And um, this series is designed to help people to understand that there's so much more out there than the 66 books of the Bible that we uh, have, you know, we have been browbeaten with and uh, that, um, you know, has been just kind of forced into our psyche. And so we have to understand that as thinking beings, as as people of consciousness, that there's just so much more out there uh, that that God wants us to know. And then I try to intertwine our discussions into uh, current events and where we are and uh, how we can make what we talk about uh, in Unlearn Mitzi Bicker speaks uh, to our everyday life. So um, I hope that uh, that you're ready for some questions. Last week I said that uh, I would jump back into uh, something that I touched on very briefly regarding uh, man and uh, how woman was taken from the rib of man, and then I, you know I made a little. A little uh, joke about you know well, when he when when woman was taken from the rib, uh, you know they they put some sauce on the rib. I mean you know what really happened with that whole situation because I think that a lot of times again uh, we we need to look at the allegory uh, that's in the Bible and then figure what it is that that source what God the creator is really trying to say to the reader um I believe that the Bible has uh truth and I believe that it uh has truth that's attached to stories that help us to find deeper spiritual truths so um, let me jump right in. So let's just start talking about it. And then I, I want to wrap this thing back around to kind of where we are, uh, particularly this week uh, in in our world and particularly what's taking place in America right now. So when you read um, the Bible, you read the second chapter of the book of Genesis, Uh, I'm going to start at verse 19, I believe. It says, Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all out of the ground. Now listen, out of the ground, and this is how they're saying that uh, that, that man... Uh, was also formed what out of the ground. So let's let's let, let's let's just think through that for a minute. Now the Lord God had formed all out of the ground all the beasts of the field and all the birds of the air. So that means that where we came from, they all came from, right? He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. 
and whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. Okay, I get that. So the man gave names to all of the living stock, the birds of the air, and all of the beasts of the field. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So everybody had somebody. Everything had something, but Adam didn't have anything, okay? And we're all from the, uh, from the ground. There's some people uh, calling us. That's good. Um, and we're getting a couple texts in. That's good. That's good. Uh, so for Adam, there was no suitable, suitable helper found. So the Lord caused man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and closed up the place with flesh. Okay, so Adam falls into a deep sleep. Now, here's a question. Does Adam fall into a deep sleep and then God performs surgery on him? Because, you know, I, I've heard preachers say that. And then the first surgery that was ever ever uh, uh, done was when God cut Cut Adam and then took out his rib. Okay, so did God surgically take uh, take a knife, cut him, and then take out one of his ribs, and then close him back up? And then the Bible says that after that happened, then the Lord brought God made a woman from the rib, and he had that he had taken out of man, and he brought her to the man. Now, that sounds interesting. Now, I believe that that something took place. I believe that there was an event that took place. I believe that Adam fell into a deep level of meditation. I believe that he fell into meditation so deeply that he was able to tap into uh, what he was uh, what he was originally made to do, and that was to honor God, to love God, and to elevate and to to keep everything at a high level. Okay, I truly, truly believe that. I believe that an event took place. Do I believe that he went to sleep, then God cut him open, snatched out one of his ribs, made another individual, and brought her to him? No. I believe that he fell into a deep place of meditation, and I believe he then was able to tap into his feminine. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean that he's gay? No, it doesn't mean he's gay. Does that mean he's homosexual? No, that does not mean that he's a homosexual. Doesn't mean he a sissy. No, that doesn't mean he's a sissy. What it means is he tapped into the other energy, the other energy that was within him. Okay, so so that means that it 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 um it helps with uh what we talked about last week when we said when our premise was whether God made two individuals or he made one individual with both masculine and feminine energy. Okay, I believe that Adam tapped into an energy that was feminine. It doesn't mean that he started to act feminine. Doesn't mean that he started to, you know, how y'all believe that if a man wears pink, he ain't, you know, he's not masculine. So did he start wearing pink rather than blue? No. 
but he tapped into a, a place within him, a God consciousness that was in him, a Christ center that was in him. And now he's able to, to, to see himself and live in the full, in the fullness. Now, do I believe that there's one energy that becomes dominant in you? Yes. I believe that there are energies that become dominant in you and that, that energy can be masculine or it could be feminine. But it doesn't mean um, that uh, that that this surgery kind of took place and God snatched out some ribs uh, and and some ribs and some potato salad and then made made woman. Okay, I just don't believe that. Do we have a question yet? Yeah. Okay, go right ahead. Come on up to the mic. We have Elon from. Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, Elon, how are you? Elon wants to simply know, how do we tap into our energy, be it masculine or feminine, so that we can have our full potential? Okay, well, see, I believe that everything is energy. Elon? Elon, I believe that everything is energy. I believe that um, we are all spirit beings. You know, we're spiritual beings. I believe that 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 spirit, uh, some call it, you know, um, spiritual vibes. Some some call it positive vibes. Other people call it energy. I believe that when we are able to tap into those different energies, we tap into our center, you know, the, the chakra center, the energy centers that cause light and that cause life uh, to, to happen. And it causes us to... to to put out and cause and causes other energies to come into us. Okay. And so when we tap into the deeper things and the, the deeper uh, places of who we are through meditation and through prayer, we're able to tap into that. You know, I, I love the scripture where David said that uh, in his word, he meditates both day and night so that he can be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. I, I believe that what, what David was really saying is, I, I tap into something that keeps me stable, that's something that keeps me firm, something that keeps me secure and grounded. And, and when you can tap into those energies, you can begin to find uh, the you that we're all trying to be. Christ said this. Christ said that I have come that you might have life and that you might have it to the full. Well, what does that fullness mean? It means that we, we have a spiritual awakening, a spiritual life, a, a, a life that's filled with, with the things of the creator, a life that's filled with the things of God. Um, Elon, thank you for, for uh, your question. Do we have another question? Okay. Um, so let's just kind of talk about it a little bit. <clears throat> it says, let me go on. So, you know, after the whole rib thing, uh, it goes in, you know, and says that that's when uh, God brought her to him and, and man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. Let's think about that for a minute. So he says she's bone of my bone, she's flesh of my flesh, which means that they are one. Okay? If they are one, 
then that's that's an individual. If <clears throat> if I'm bone of your bone, and I'm flesh of your flesh, then I am who you are. <clears throat> and if <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> if I am who you are, we are one. Oh, uh, that 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 sounds like Frankie Beverly. We are one. Yeah, we're one. I am who you are, you are who I am, and we are one. And, 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 and as we operate in this oneness, as we operate in this oneness, then we give an energy of oneness. We live a life of oneness. Then, then there's nothing that separates us. There's no divide. Uh, there's no more <clears throat> um, uh us and uh, I, I and me, but it's us and we. We are one. You know. You got another question? We do. Okay, go ahead. We have Carrie from Brooklyn, New York, and Carrie wants to know how do you respond to people who take this scripture to mean women should be subservient to men? Well, see, you got to understand this, and, and, and this is the thing that, that we have to understand about God and about life. We were the ones that came up with this whole thing. Uh, hu- human beings came up with this whole thing that, you know, uh, the man is the, is, the, is the one that's the more dominant. And Let me tell you something. I preached that stuff for a long time. I really did. But he didn't create anyone more superior, listen, than the other. I think he created all of us to operate and to, um, and to exist, to coexist uh, in, in a place where, where we are all one, where we are all one. Now, I think that there are different structures that we have to have in any institution. All right. In the in the institution of marriage, there has to be a structure in the institution of family. There has to be a structure in 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 the institution of business or or any other organization. There has to be structure because there ultimately has to be someone that's going to be in charge, if you will, because there's got to be some way in which you make decisions and, and, and you do these different things. But it does not mean that a woman is to be. Uh, uh, um, uh, less than man. That that's just not what I believe the Creator God would want uh, to happen. Because see, when we start doing that, we start placing um, value on human beings, and, and that was the justification for slavery. You know, because we placed less value on the darker skinned. And so uh, the Caucasian, the Angulo, uh, decided that, that, that they were superior. And so they then treated black people a certain way. Um, the same is true when you, when you get into that space and place where, you know, I've heard people say, ain't, ain't no woman got no business telling no man this, that, and the other. Well, where, where did you get that from? That's because we're operating in the masculine only and not tapping into the feminine. And it doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean, I mean, you know, if I tap into my, into my masculine, that doesn't make me less of Mitzi Bickers because I tap into the, the, the dominant side of who I am. And it doesn't make me more 
uh, than who I am, you know, if, if I do the opposite. And so we've got to get out of this notion and begin to understand that we can tap into every part of who we are. And it really is okay. And that doesn't mean that you have to start to label yourself. See, that's when we, that's when we start getting into uh, discrimination. That's when we start getting into, uh, uh, what do you call it, profiling and all of those kinds of things and, and titling and, 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 and all of that. You know, that's why I hate it when, when people start to size you up based on what society has, has said about you and how you behave. That's why we're so messed up right now as, as, uh, as a people. And that really is why we're so messed up right now, particularly in America. Because we are so caught up in what makes us different as opposed to what makes us the same. We are all the same and we are all to be God in expression. And if we can get to that place, we can stop talking about all this madness about, well, I'm a Democrat, you're a Republican. Well, if you wear a mask, you must be a Democrat. Well, if you don't wear a mask, you must be a Republican. Well, if you're black, then you assume, you know, you're, we assume that you're a Democrat. And if you're, if you're white, then we assume that you could possibly be Democrat or Republican. We just don't know. I mean, can we, can we stop a moment? And get back to what we were all created to do. And that was to honor source. Can, can we stop for a minute with all of the craziness that's going on in the world? Because we have unleashed some darkness in this world that we as, as, as people have got to, got to really begin to understand so that we can get back to light. I, I don't know about you, but... We've got to come to this place, particularly in, in, the, in the next couple of days, where, where we can truly begin to see ourselves as one. Do we have any more questions? You do. Okay. How many more minutes do I have? I got three minutes. Oh, wow. This went by quick. Go right ahead. You have Carson from Decatur, and Carson is actually Keisha's husband from... Your last podcast. What? <laughs> Keisha and Carson. How about Keisha that? Go ahead. Keisha and Carson. All right. That sounds cute. That sounds amazing. So Carson said uh, he wanted to thank you for opening his mind. Yeah. Because he was taught that traditional gender roles was the way he should run his household. Yeah. He said, but he also wants to thank you for saying that there should be a head. Oh, yeah. He said that he and Keisha... Are now on one accord. They're on one accord. They're on one accord. And um, he just really wanted to thank you for explaining this particular passage. Okay. Because it opened his, his mind to how he should uh, have Okay. You. See, I, 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 let me tell you something. The, the worst thing in the world, Carson, that can happen is that we get so caught up in the literal that we miss the practical and and that's what begins to happen when we start trying to read and have all of these different interpretations of scripture and not allow ourselves to yield to the higher source and say, you know, create in me the clean heart, renew within me 
the right spirit. Help me to understand, God, the deeper things of you. So, you know, Carson and, and, and Keisha, you know what? That made my night. I am so glad. I am so glad that Unlearned Mitzi Bicker Speaks has helped somebody. Now, listen, join me again next week. I hope that all of you are having an amazing time. Let me tell you something. And get out there and vote, okay? Vote. Your vote is your voice. Um, I love you. May God bless you. I'll see you again next week. <laughs>